Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Talking City podcast for the Manchester Evening News. I'm Rich Fay, and I'm delighted to be joined on this cold Monday morning by the warm company of Simon Bakowski. Hello. And by Charlotte Dunker. Hello, it's a rare treat for me on here. Is it a rare, rare treat for the listeners? We'll um, let them decide. Probably not. <laughs> Given the feedback I've had previously, I'm going to go off not, but unfortunately it's as good as it gets today in the yeah. office. Well, if you're listening and you have any messages for our panellists, please do tweet them, whether it's positive or negative in Charlotte's case, but who knows about <laughs> that. But we'll get onto the football anyway. It's the one place to start. Turf Moor, you had the pleasure of going there, Sign. You said it was strangely warm at Burnley on Sunday afternoon. It was a pleasure to go. Um, took a big coat because Burnley is cold. And uh, also the press box is very, very high. Lovely. Best press box view in the country. It's lovely, Got the cricket it? club yeah. behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really nice. But always very cold. Yeah. Always cold. Um, but I didn't need my coat. It was sunshine, glorious day. I had fantastic hot pot in the press room. So, and you know, football was all what, right too. What meat was in the hot pot? It was, um, well, it wasn't hot pot. It was meat and potato pie. So that's a lie. So that's a lie. Okay, it's lie, already. <laughs> but you know, it's uh, me and potato pie or cheese pie, if you preferred, with any sweets, mushy peas, uh, both beetroot and red cabbage, which was a nice touch. Pickled, appreciated or that. Just um, yeah. boiled to death. No, no. Um, <laughs> silver skin onions. No, if you fancy red, red and brown sauce. There's a lot a, going on. It was a treat. Um, was there a cake a selection? Treat. No, there wasn't, no. Mm. Um, no, they'd there, let themselves down there, and There they? were a few Twixes knocking about. No. I'm not a fan of a Twix. Too much biscuit for me. Too much biscuit. Yeah. Extra tea if you don't get the chocolate bars early, they, they go as yeah, well. Was, yeah. is, is it a similar, similar um, thing? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess you've got to know. You've got to know where they are. It's that nouse, isn't it? That experience um, that you bring to You have. The, so if anyone yeah. ever goes into the city press lounge you, and you want a Snickers or a Twix, yeah. you know, you need to go. Are there only two bars available for... Mm. Mars as well. Yeah, if you mm. want it, very you, old school you, chocolate. Selection, you need to go and it? put one in your bag as soon as you get in there. Yeah. Do like a Mars bar though. Someone else. They're, uh, they're doubles as well. So. Oh really? Mm. Yeah, too Nothing. much for one person. Really? Yeah. No, it's not. Well, they no, say no, sugar wise. You eat them, but I mean, you yeah. shouldn't be demolishing one of them. You then go and gorge on the football, and you feel sick. And the pick from and one mix. Of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love so pick and mix. So there was a match on as well, wasn't there? Was there was a match, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had, yeah. What happened? Not much, to be honest. Oh, good. No. Join us next time. Next. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... Um, it, it, I, you felt like it was the big one, even though we've been saying that for ages and United was psychological. But I think I said on Friday that um, that City was would get a tougher game at Burnley than they did against United and they did. Burnley are really, really good at what they do and United are not. So it was always going to be a tougher game of football. Um, and Burnley basically said, come and break us down because we're dead good at defending. And in the first half, City were not good at attacking. Um, load of passes going astray, not like them. And you thought, and half of Merseyside thought, is this going to be the game that sees the the definitive swing in the title race but as soon as the second half started City came out looked like they were going to score 10 goals scored one sat back saw out the game 1-0 a very very good win I think if you look at the those last three so the, that game and the last two games that they've got as well that's definitely the most difficult 
the most difficult game. There's no, I can't see them any way they're going to drop points in the last two games now. I mean, hopefully I've not <laughs> jinxed it. No. I am touching wood. Hopefully they're not going to drop points in the last two games, but that I think that is the, their biggest test. And like Sai said, it was a bigger test for them than going to Old Trafford on Wednesday. That was just routine, really. Do you not feel... No. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll come on to the last. We'll come on to the last game in the second half of the podcast, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I guess, shot. We, I guess, is it hindsight we could say that that's the toughest test done, or because I guess it's all the hype, isn't it? Everyone is sort of willing City to fail. No, I really, I really do believe that. I know Leicester, Leicester beat Arsenal, but I think Leicester at the Etihad. I just cannot. I think City can win by two, three, four goals if City turn it on like they can do. Yeah, Leicester have got had some good results recently, but I just can't see them that they're going to drop points. And then they're going for the title on the last game of the season against. Brighton. There's Did just... you not feel that Brighton are going off the same sort no. of threat no. that Burnley do? No. They've defended well no. in recent no. weeks. You, you talk about Brighton defending well, fine. You can talk about Leicester in good form, right. We're talking about one of the best teams English football has ever seen. They're on course for 98 points, having got 100 last season. They've won the last 12 in a row. So yeah, Leicester are in great form. City are in better form. Yeah. Brighton are not in great form, but might have something to play for on the last day. City will have something to play for on the last day and are in better form. They, they've just shown over two seasons that they turn up and beat whatever is put in front of them. So it would be mad to think that they will not do that in the final two games. Yesterday was definitely the toughest test out of, if you look at those last the last three games, definitely. And they came through it. Yeah. And, much, yeah. much to everyone on Merseyside's disgust, yeah, especially because it was only 1-0. Like you said, Sai, before we came on there to me, it was, the Spurs game was the toughest test. Then United was the toughest test. Yeah. Then Burnley is the toughest test. It is just people just trying to ramp the pressure up on City. And- yeah, and, and I think, you know, Spurs at home was genuinely tough because the, the stadium was so broken after that Champions League game it was sort of like you know Sterling scored that late winner to send him through and then it was VAR and it, it was like sort of you, the end of a night at a wedding or a nightclub when the lights come on and you sort of like see what you're left with yeah you wait you sort of your eyes refocus to what is actually around you where yeah, it, rather than what, what you thought was there um, and you know Guardiola said before that game I've no idea how how they're going to react to that but once you're over that they've sort of kicked back into gear and now you know City are confident they're going to win that was a mental test as much as anything else because after that game mentally City could have lost the plot and they didn't they won that and then that should just spur them on to win the remaining two games of the season do you think it's a no problem do you think it's a greater (laughs) achievement to win it this season than it is to win it last year yeah definitely I think to retain it First team in 10 years to retain it as well. To retain it the first time in the club's history as well that they'll have done it. And the competition between them and Liverpool, I think the pressure each week knowing that you look at Liverpool, they don't look like they're going to drop points. So it's the pressure that City know that they cannot afford the tiny little slip. Whereas last season, maybe they they could have got away with it because the competition wasn't as fierce. Charlotte said that you can't see Liverpool dropping points for the end of the season. So do you agree with that? Do you think they're going to get two more wins? Because um, this is a Liverpool side that has only lost once I, the season. I've, I've said for a while that I think they will drop points before the final game. Um, there's only one game to go now before the final game, so it kind of has to be 
Newcastle away um, that they may slip up. Well, my uh, my friend's a City fan and she thought that they were going to drop points against Huddersfield. Uh, so, I mean, that was interesting. I think I'd put them, uh, yeah, them pull down to win 4-0 and she'd put it down as a mm. one-all draw. Not sure we were on the same page. It's great what a title race does to you, doesn't it? Because you think any result's going to be, well, the underdog's definitely yeah, going to win. Yeah, But then yeah. you forget how good good teams are. Huddersfield versus Liverpool. Someone yeah. was telling me 16 they were seconds ready, in, ready to put a, um, a bet on. Huddersfield getting a result and then forgot to do it before the game started yeah. and 16 seconds in it's over put Great British <laughs> Menu back on yeah. no need to watch that anyway <laughs> have you been watching Great British Menu on and off in really. and out yeah, yeah prefer- it's better than watching Liverpool win 5-0 on a Friday night it's better it? than watching Liverpool full stop and some people think mine included controversial I like cookery programmes though yeah you do yeah you do Liverpool have been amazing and that, I think that's what makes City's season even more yeah. amazing and why yeah. it makes the second and that's what also makes me not want to watch Liverpool as much because they win every week <laughs> this isn't yeah, the old Liverpool yeah, they slip up they, they do it the hard way it's funny because people have been saying about the um, the title race that it's a bit dull because the teams keep winning and it's sort of like the a- absolute opposite of yeah. the teams in third to six who it's just chaos oh, of just God. a shambles yeah so, but you know you, you sort of have to admire the uh, the quality and relentlessness and I think when Guardiola came to England it was like oh we'll show him what English football is all about and it's the most competitive league in the world and it turns out it's not because he's made a mockery he's beating all. everyone he's he's he has basically proven that not everyone can beat everyone in this league yeah he's gone against it um, Charlotte do you think that this is the emergence of the the new sort of next five years of English football Liverpool and City going for every trophy head to head or unless there's some serious strengthening from uh, the teams below them then yeah because like we just touched on if you look at Spurs Chelsea Arsenal United some of the performances between them have just been embarrassing and what does anyone know off the top of their head that stat the amount of points that yeah City and Liverpool dropped foot Two, three points all season between them, was it? And in the last nine days, yeah. Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham, United <laughs> have dropped 26 between them all. Right. They lose. They lose games that you say on paper they shouldn't lose. Yeah, it makes it makes for a more exciting league. But when you've got two teams that aren't losing any games, then it's the gap between the, them two and the rest is just going to get bigger and bigger unless the other teams do something about it in the summer, which will remain to be seen. Do you think the city? squad at the moment is at the peak of its power side I think there is a lot more to come from it I mean everyone talks about the Champions League of course that's always got it's a cup competition success in that is there's always going to be a bit of it that's out of your hands VR might change that a bit next season but yeah I mean Guardiola is kind of a league manager he loves the league more than anything else because it's because the best team always wins the league and he can prime his team to be the best in the league whereas knockout competitions you have a bit more luck and things don't always go your way and uh, and you're out straight away um, but there is a hell of a lot more to come from this City team in terms of they've got a lot of young players still and you look at Sterling and Sane and Jesus who I thought was excellent off the bench at Burnley um, and Bernardo Silva and Zinchenko is looking very good and Stones and Laporte and Edison and De Bruyne um, still got a f- He's run out some of fingers here. There. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then you've got the likes of Vincent Company and Sergio Aguero still turning out the performances they are. Um, I thought bit, uh, the Leeds boss 
Bielsa. Marcelo Bielsa was interesting this week when he sort of said that this Leeds group that he's got will never have as good a chance to go up because <laughs> they can't. They're squandering that. <laughs> yeah. Because they'll never know that they can be as good as next. They, they'll never know they can be as good next season as they are, have been yeah. this season. And I think that's the challenge for Liverpool if they win the league or not this it's season. It's all sort of come together this season, hasn't yeah. it? It still might not be enough. Yeah, and you know, Sadio Mane and a few others have had tremendous seasons. So can they... Do it again. Can they do it again next year after whatever happens at the end of this season? Because City have already shown that they can. And as a result of this season, there will be less of a margin for error next season. So you can't start off with three draws as you sort of get into gear because that might be enough for you to lose the title. You talk about the squad and the squad being strong and there's loads of young players in it, but I think what's going to be important is that they the next signings they bring in, the younger players, they get them in now whilst the likes of Company and Fernandinho and Aguero, they're all still there because they're the sorts of players that can mould the next generation. So if they're getting these youngsters that they've got on their radar in that maybe aren't necessarily ready to go straight into the first team, I think that's going to be key for City in the future and moulding the modern squad. We'll see what happens. They should win the Champions League though in the next few years. We'll get that clip. Should have won it this year. Yeah. No. Yeah. Maybe. But then I guess it is the technology the new technology in the game might have hampered them in the Champions League, but it's helped them a bit in the in the Premier League as well. Yeah, I mean they should have won two nil yesterday because they should have had a penalty had before a penalty. The, But then maybe they wouldn't have won two nil because they Aguero sort of, might have missed it. Well they retreated as soon as <laughs> That's a good as point. soon as they scored pretty yeah. much they went back to the counter and sitting a bit deep and it was incredible to see him have four centre backs on the pitch. Yeah, so by the end, uncity like unpep like. Yeah, that. it was. Uh, yeah, um, but I mean that side of the game as well. They they're, they're quite good at um, wasting time and Aguero. Look, he it must be the longest substitution in history when of the season when Aguero got took off yesterday it took so long to get off yeah, you, it was funny because you'd have Burnley doing that for like the first half of the second half and then rolls reverse yeah City, City started like a train and Burnley were all, oh I've got cramp oh sorry <laughs> hang on oh right I've caught this ball but I'll fall to the floor and then uh, as soon as City scored it was like a dramatic transformation between it's one of my favourite things of football that the sort of comeuppance that a team gets and they time waste <laughs> the whole game and yeah. then they desperately need time themselves at the end and, and the fury from the fans I don't think there's anything yeah. that winds fans up quite as much as a player so like good. crawling off when they've been <laughs> yeah. and yeah. going off the, the yeah. long way oh, it's great and, and like the Burnley fans were getting like really tetchy whenever company or Laporte got physical with Barnes and Wood completely ignorant uh, are, you, are you like well Barnes and Wood are two of the most physical players in like in the there's, league. There's a reason all those Liverpool fans changed the profile pictures to Ashley Barnes. Um, but there's another reason as well. But well, yeah. <laughs> yeah but it, it, it's just part of supporting your team, isn't it? Yeah, you've and, got to love it. Uh, Sean Dyche, to be fair to him, afterwards was quite type of game he relishes. Jovial probably, about it? it all. Yeah, and I, it, I think he's a very good coach, which gets forgotten sometimes does get forgotten let's see if this stat gets forgotten we've got a half time oh, teaser today it's gonna be this. it's gonna be a guess um, before the break we're gonna leave Sai and Charlotte with the question Sergio Aguero has now scored 20 league goals in the last five se- seasons consecutive seasons mm-hmm. so that that's your basis right so you, you know it's at least 100 Right. But how many goals has he scored in total since the 2014-15 season? So in these five seasons, 
I was going to say, why are you just picking 2014-15 seasons? It's the last, these last five seasons right, okay. in which he's hit a minimum of 20 league goals. Right. We want a ballpark figure. Of how many he scored in the league. Yeah. This has been made by Ash, whose questions are always very long-winded and hard to explain. <laughs> but we'll yeah. be back after the break, and I expect an answer from you each. Hello, and welcome back to the Talking City podcast. Just before the break, we left Sai and Charlotte with a question. Sergio Guerra scored 20 league goals in the last five consecutive seasons. But how many is that in total? So we know you've got at least 100 because it's five times 20. You're still with us, Charlotte, yeah? <laughs> I'm not very good at math, so I'm just trying to do some adding up in my head. Yeah. So he's- I, I don't think he's ever been that prolific. I don't think he's been close to too many 30-goal seasons in the league. So, so I'd say another three 40. or four on... Tops, so I go Do you say for like, 40? <laughs> Not 40 per season. <laughs> I go for like 117. 117. Oh, no, I'm going to go for like 129. Any final answers for yeah. you both? Yours was just a stab in the dark, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you remember in that goal there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's yeah. what that was, that pained look on my face. That was my thinking face. I'm just trying to work them all out. Well, your guess was. Wrong. It was 111. Well done, Sai. Oh, yeah, not you, many. You were, yeah, so he's only 11 goal. I don't know. It's probably two or three a season, isn't it? Yeah, 22. It's two point. 22 a season. How did you even think about that question? <laughs> Topical, isn't it? Topical, yeah. Legend Aguero. The legend Aguero. And he was third today in the Football Writers Player of the Year award. Raheem Sterling won it, I guess. Did you vote, Sai? No, I didn't. Did you? Yeah. You wrote for Raheem. Very good. Mm, yeah. Do tell us why. Because I feel he deserves it for his off the pitch exploits as well as his on the pitch performances. Is that the criteria for it? Or was it on the pitch performances? Yeah, no, no it's, it, it's, it's a it's human both. being as well. Yeah. The PFA, which Van Dyke won, is sort of solely on the pitch, yeah. whereas the FWA, make, FWA makes a big thing about like everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't so therefore, he he definitely deserves it over Van Dyke for that reason. But is for you is Sterling City's best player this season? Well, I don't know. It's between him and Bernardo. I keep changing my mind about this every week. Cyan <laughs> our team, Bernardo. I think. Yeah. yeah, and I was speaking yeah. to someone about Bernardo the other day, and they were like, "He needs to win it because he speaks four languages and he's the nicest guy that you'll ever meet in football." Which, I mean, all the valid reasons. Yeah, it is a, is a fair reason as to why he should win. But the his transformation as well from last season to this season and how important he's been for City. I could see him winning the the clubs like. Fans, supporters player yeah fans year. player of the year and stuff but then everything that's gone on with Sterling as well I think maybe he might win it because they feel like in some ways rightly so that he's been a, that he's been victimised in the past and that him winning all these awards is a way of like sticking two, big middle finger two fingers it, yeah. up to everyone that's ever criticised him so if they've got the opportunity to let him win another award then perhaps they'll do it when is the awards Usually end of the season. I know. Usually like this week, like yeah. this week or next week. But if they're still in the title race, they're not going to do it before no. the end of that. No. Yeah, Just probably. clubs that don't have anything to play for. Like well, United might have. Wrexham had theirs season. yesterday and oh, we were in the they? playoffs. So. Oh. Uh, 
The end of, end of sort of regular season. Yeah, I think that's when it usually comes. Because they're pre-organised for months away usually yeah. anyway, yeah. aren't they? So yeah. getting venues and stuff booked, all that fun stuff. Of course, there'll be the Talking City Podcast Awards, <laughs> I'm sure. Will there? Will there? Well, not. It's not going to be formal. It's not going to be a black tie event. I mean, it can be if you if you want it to be, but I'm guessing... Or you'll we'll... dress up and sit around this yeah. small table. <laughs> Sounds good, actually. Yeah, we'll have canapes. <laughs> is this because you didn't win the MEM Podcast Award? And There's always next year. This is the only podcast that the MEM do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a, it was a bit of swall- a pill to swallow, but I'm not sure he's over it. See, it, hey, the, the, Lu- the, the positive is those awards are coming back around soon because that's nearly a year. What do you think the biggest Charlotte won an award? Yeah, what do you think the biggest? Yeah, it's like what do you think the biggest? What do you think the bigger disgrace is? Raheem Sterling winning Young Player of the Year or Charlotte winning Newcomer of the Year? And she's been here that third longest in the company. Uh, yeah, um, uh, it's not my fault. Everyone's left. <laughs> that, true. that is a point it's not Raheem's fault that the <laughs> but, uh, that but the criteria, criteria exactly and I the criteria for newcomer of the year was less than two years so yeah. I, me and Raheem were, were at one here both yeah. ball like the first day yeah. of the season you just about scraped in both of you didn't you yeah but. so me and Raheem I, I feel I Feel, feel for him with the stick he's getting that he's yeah, two you, in that, a pod. yeah that he's too old Someone to say you've been victimised as well <laughs> <laughs> I'm victimised here on a daily basis but we're not going into that real insight to the man yeah you're, you're not very happy with him getting young player are you I just love David Brooks really it's biased towards him but no I think there should be a, an appearance cap on it all yeah because uh, it's like Harry Kane was nominated last year I'm not yeah. sure how like on the earth Rash- how is Rashford on the list maybe yeah. like a breakthrough category or something yeah. like that Which I- rookie of the year yeah rookie, it's a very American doesn't it rookie of the year yeah but it's been set like that for years though hasn't it and I think yeah, now there's more there's, you, there's more young players coming through and becoming regular starters there, and they've not changed it. So, yeah. and based on the criteria, Sterling was yeah. the best out of all of them. It's so you not can't his argue fault, is it? Yeah, and maybe also you can only be uh, up for one award because mm. really Sterling came second on the PFA. I'm presu- presuming. Yeah. Um. So. Did you both agree with that? That Van Dyke, no surprise that Van Dyke really was going to win, was there? Or no, no, I, I think that the best player should come from the best team, and not Scott Parker. The again, best then. team may not be Liverpool this season. So, um, but you know, if you can't vote at the end of the season, then it, it's understandable to see why Van Dyke. Liverpool are probably. I mean, fa- I mean, Liverpool have still got the best defence, so yeah. Van Dijk's part of the best. But they were probably quite defense. far ahead of City when they. Were, yeah, where they, well, they will have been at least Three? four points yeah. or something like that ahead of them. Um, but so. City had a game in hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's hard to get worked up about any of these awards. Who cares? Really? So <laughs> remind, remind me of that when I'm sort of when you yeah. haven't won in the in the MEN uh, yeah, awards yeah, next yeah. month or where I'm desperately battering out pieces about what an outrage oh, what? it is that Sterling hasn't won or whatever but I, I don't know I, I just it's a, it's a team game lads football's the it's real a winner team game it's the taking part that counts yeah and the sooner there's people, no one ever and the sooner people realise that the sooner <laughs> we can all just hold hands and have a jolly good laugh about the Premier League title race yeah but you know there's, there's not been any shockers even spoke about it last week but Pogba in the players team who cares okay, yeah. if the players just think that Pogba's in it then fine their opinion. yeah makes the job of journalists easier because easy to write about it <laughs> well no but you can't say you don't know anything because you've never played the game well, right well 
they play the game and still don't know anything. <laughs> Ooh. Meow. Newcomer of the year is getting angry over here trying, <laughs> trying to defend her title. Who knows about that? I think that? I'm out of the, cry, the running for it this year. Maybe I've yeah. just about come into it. Or maybe I'm out. You might know. win it. Just the podcast mm. award. That's all we want. If, if anyone's listening, <laughs> if please. If you don't win that yeah, podcast yeah. award, yeah. I mean... It will be funny, but it will be pretty I've, outrageous. I've had the speech all, written for all a year. mail to MEN Towers. Yeah, and just send in anything you want. Can be no, not hate mail, but uh, just a petition maybe. Hate, ch- hate mail if it's funny, if yeah. it's amusing. Yeah, quite open to reading. Could get a change to org going for has it. Has to be creative. Yeah. If anyone wants to march on Parliament, <laughs> feel free. If you've not got anything else to do, then let us know how you get on. Um, as we said, though, there's still two games left and still a lot to play for. You've said that you're not worried from a city point of view, Charlotte, for Leicester at home. No. Why not, though? It's Brendan <laughs> Rodgers. It's, I mean, it was ridiculous yesterday, wasn't it? The moment after mm. City won, the BBC Whoa. and stuff, tweeting pictures of Brendan Rodgers saying it's down to you or something. Goodness sakes. I mean, everyone wants Liverpool to win, don't they? And it's just... I think that's why it'll be even better if City just go on and win their last two just games. Just do it without and, flinching, just... Yeah, and better... I, I, I'd like to see Liverpool win their last two games because it's closer for them then, isn't it? And it's like, you did everything... It's even more, you even did, more organising. You did everything you could and you still weren't good enough yeah, and can't, City beat you. I can't wait to retweet that picture of John Stone's goal line clearance on the last day of the season. <laughs> that's cool. Just yes. to antagonise a few yeah. more Liverpool fans. Millimetres. Well, um... This might not happen, and to be honest, after the whole brick of bus incident, which still gets, we still get told we lied about. Um, there's <laughs> some fake news. Some Liverpool, some Liverpool fans in one of the Liverpool forums, which I've seen retweeted on Twitter, want a plan to give City a hostile reception on Monday. Oh, that sounds exciting. But they're going to turn why, to the Etihad. Why would you bother? Yeah, why would you bother? Genuinely. I'd quite like it if all the away end came in uh, Brendan Rogers' masks. Which he's probably got at home. Je suis Brendan. Let me find it. Sounds good. This is encapsulating podcast. Mm. And Charlotte on Twitter searching through the <laughs> timeline. Right, here we go. It's time now. The 6th of May is a bank holiday. We are all available. We need to show these. Right, I can't say that word. There's no way they get into Manchester on a bank holiday. No. How train. much we and want from, it. From experience, there's a lot of scousers in North Wales on the bank holiday. Last train at 12.45. Yeah. Yes, if they win a standard game against Leicester, we'll be ridiculed by the press and by Man U and City fans in unison. But who cares? We need to line the streets and stop them from being a normal game. We beat Newcastle and this is all we can do. If you support Liverpool and you're in the North West, get to the Etihad on the 6th of May. Surely if you support Liverpool, you should just support Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. That's what what you're achieving and I think that has been sort of the nice thing for City that they haven't had to sort of fall into these little like pretend that they absolutely love Sean Dyche and have portraits of him up in the bedroom and say we're going to sign maybe he has maybe Pep has maybe that's Pep's eye well yeah I don't think Pep sent Matt Ritchie a text saying I'll sign you this weekend (laughs) if you score against Liverpool I don't think he cares to be honest no uh, you've got to win you've got to concentrate on your own team that's the thing City just City know they're good enough to get a result on Monday they just need to do what they can do turn up and they'll win they'll win convincingly I know Leicester have found some good form and they've pulled off a few shock results but there's just no way if if City are professional and City go about their business the way they can they'll definitely win 
And, and there's also the fact that Liverpool play before them at Newcastle. Yeah, it seems so, like lots of people just saying that they've got two buys in their last game at Liverpool. Yeah. Newcastle away and Wolves at home. Yeah, I think they'll be tough games, but I, I, I think, think they're the they'll toughest win. games Liverpool have had for a while, yeah. those two. Yeah, yeah. I think it's getting tougher for Liverpool and maybe easier for City. So it could be that all my predictions come true and Liverpool drop points at Newcastle. So City could win the league by it. seven points still, couldn't they? So if, well, if Liverpool lose at Newcastle, then City could and win City, the league against win. Leicester. Yeah. Are you doing that game? But, yeah. Could be a late night for you, that one. Could be. But if they... Finish at three, thank God. Draw the game, then City could be three points ahead. And goal difference. Goal dif- mm, yeah, a bit of goal difference going into the final day. So, you know, that could influence Monday as well. But we're at the point where you think City will win it on Monday, regardless of Liverpool's result. And that's the thing. They just... They don't care about narrative. You know, it's like City going yeah. to Rafa Benitez's Newcastle and... Uh, Liverpool going there and City playing Brendan Rodgers' Leicester but City just don't care they just turn just up and beat, team. beat yeah. whoever turns up hmm. Two confident predictions then we'll have to wait and see I don't think we've got anything else on the agenda for today I think I'm all tired out from that one but oh well thank you very much Si thank you thank you very much quite a low key podcast I'd say I think it's quite, had moments yeah but no a lot of uh, feels like we've all had heavy Sundays yeah, it was a heavy weekend. Mm. Not in, not in terms of alcohol. it was just really wet on Saturday, wasn't it? That was my day oh, off the Saturday. Very wet, yeah. yeah. Soaked through, and it was yeah. Comic Con next to the next to the stadium. So it was people in Pikachu outfits, what? rain through, <laughs> and people in cosplay outfits, and then loads of football fans who were just angry. Nice. It's good though. Good. Sounds like a weird mix. It Which was one were you dressed up as? You don't want to know. Right. I've got the pictures on my phone. I'll show you. Show okay. You nice. Yeah. Very wet on Saturday, and yet the Burnley pitch very dry on Sunday. Yeah, there's lots of Strange complaints, weren't there? Yeah, on well, social media about the Burnley that? pitch. Just think it was. Cover it up. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? It was quite funny because you had like the Burnley pitch that was really dry, and then the cricket pitch next door looked a bit wetter, which. Soaked through. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Si, thank you very much. Thank you. Charlotte. Thank you. As well. We'll have you back maybe next week. Who knows? It's oh, I'm not here, but maybe uh, pre-season I might make a return. Ooh, Who knows? That's worth subscribing for if you haven't already, <laughs> isn't it? Just keep refreshing your podcast <laughs> list, waiting for that one to drop. I'll have a one-on-one interview with Charlotte. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, thank you very much for listening to Talking City Podcast today. We will be back maybe later in the week as well to preview Leicester, but we'll definitely be back next week to look at what happened. And we might be talking about the Premier League champions. Who knows? Ooh. We'll leave that space there. Yeah, thank you very much. We probably won't be back on Monday, will we? No, be, so, I don't think we would gain anything Tuesday. No. But yeah. We shall see. Thank you very much, Hi and Charlotte. Please do leave a like and subscribe if you haven't already. And if you want us to win the MEM Podcast of the Year <laughs> Award, there's only one. We didn't win it last year. Please send any mail to MEM Towers. Thank you very much and join you next week.